corruption is rampant within the South African Police Service. That's according to Corruption Watch's new report, Corruption in Uniform. Now, Corruption Watch says that the most implicated police officials are detectives and investigating officers who are frequently aided by other colleagues. It highlighted bribery and abuse of power as well as dereliction of duty as some of the leading categories of corruption in the police service. So for more on this, we join in the line now by Corruption Watch researcher, Melusi Ngela, thanks so much for speaking to us this afternoon. Hello, Shikana. How are you? I'm good, thanks. So, uh, Melusi, first and foremost, just how bad are the levels of corruption within uh, the policing service in South Africa? Well, I mean, according to the reports that we have received, um, at least 1,440 people think that, you know, corruption is indeed a problem in the South African police service. And... They raise that bribery, abuse of power, and dereliction of duty are the main forms of corruption. And that, for us, is a cause for concern. So uh, you say the three leading categories of corruption are bribery, um, 33%, 33% abuse of power, 23% total, and dereliction of duty, 18%. So how does this impact on actually serving the people of the country? Well, if you have to think about in one of the cases that we illuminate in the report, um, a whistleblower recounted an incident where she was going to a police station and was seeking help after being abused. And the police officer was supposed to assist her, um, told her that he would have to strip search her just to see if she indeed has marks. She asked for a female officer and she was told that no. Um, he's the one who's got the authority to do as he pleases. So, you know, it's that kind of impact that we can look at. We can look at how communities are being affected. Um, some people will go complain about drug dealings in their neighborhood, but then the police will collude with the suspects and accept bribes from them. So it's quite vast and it's quite diverse. So communities have for the longest time been crying foul and uh, talking about the lack of confidence that they have in our law enforcement and authorities. Uh, Do you find that that situation has changed at all, either for better or worse? Uh, I mean, it's hard to actually tell whether people are having confidence in the police because trust is a big thing. This is an institution that historically um, its reputation has always been questionable, um, dating perhaps from apartheid to even the past 25 years. Yes, um, attempts at reform have been made, but if you have to think about the patronage and the kind of issues um, that come out when we, when the stats, when the crime stats are being released year in year out, and then you know it, it's quite concerning. And, and and of course, also, you know, the whole issue of dockets disappearing, because when you speak to people, they, they actually relate these types of stories where they get to court and the docket is just missing. Um, and, and, and I think the worst part about this is that it speaks to this collusive relationship between a police and the criminal element uh, in society. What did the whistleblowers say about that? Uh, indeed, um, that's what, in fact, what's been highlighted and brought to our attention by the whistleblowers, letting us know that, um, you know, in cases where they do, for, as I mentioned earlier, and talk about the drug 
um, dealers in their neighborhoods. Or in, in some instances when women go and complain about their men who have abused them, um, nothing will get done. Hence, we see 18% of these reports speak to dereliction of duty because senior officers or senior officials within the TAPS fail to hold um, other officers to account when these complaints are lodged by whistleblowers. So, so what is the solution moving forward? Were you able to deliberate on what could possibly be done in the short, medium and long term to try and reverse this trend? Well, I mean, <laughs> don't we all wish we had a magic wand for this kind of situation? Look, I mean, um, at present, you know, what we are trying to do with this particular report, for the first time we are actually releasing a report with public education material because Without that, the ordinary man and woman um, needs to know what their rights are when they interact with police and maybe how to detect or even um, approach uh, situations when they're dealing with a corrupt official. Um, that's part of the report, and people can listen to And there's also a podcast going with that. But also we do have ongoing um, working relationships with um, the anti-corruption unit in the police, um, we've had engagement with IPED, and um, we're just hoping that from those ongoing discussions something will come out. We've also recently won the Google Impact Challenge, and, and for this project, what we are hoping to do is to collate um, data from police stations from all over the country, the 1,146, I think, police stations, and then to see what resources are at um, the police officer's disposal, but also, more importantly, to inform community members of these resources and so that they know the um, police station and understand what's happening in the police station, who the station commander is and who, what their responsibilities are. So that campaign, Know Your Police Station, is also something that we'll be working on. Oh, Melissa, thanks so much uh, for sharing some of the uh, details from that report with us. And um, Vusi Ngela there is a Corruption Watch researcher, and uh, they've uh, compiled a report uh, entitled Corruption in Uniform, and that was uh, released today. And it looks at the alarming levels of corruption in uh, policing in South Africa. And uh, just looking further into that report, and as they break it down, the statistics according to rank are as follows. You know, when we talk about um, uh, dockets going missing, bribes and all sorts of other issues here. So detectives and investigating officers, according to those uh, who were spoken to, they make up 26% of the total. Uh, station commanders also on the take at 15%, uh, captains 12%, constables 10 uh, The remainder include sergeants and warrant officers amongst others. So a very serious problem, by no means a new one because people have been talking about this and complaining about this for the longest time. But, of course, uh, one hopes, as uh, Malusi was saying there, they are speaking, they are in uh, contact with the South African Police Service, and hopefully those at the top of that tree will do something about this. But we know, as he said, the solutions are usually, you know, very difficult to actually come by.